Welcome to episode two of the Funny Story Podcast. As always, I'm your host, comedian Chris Diorio. Today, we're bringing you a single story, but a great story of what it's like to grow up as an Italian-American during the Sopranos era. As promised on our last episode, I'll be carrying the first couple episodes myself, trying to set the tone for what I want this show to be. Now, those of you who are listening, as always, we appreciate your patronage of this tremendous show. We encourage you, send in your own shows to the funny story podcast at gmail.com. That's the funny story podcast at gmail.com. And if we decide to put your story on an episode, you'll be notified and can tell your friends and family that you're part of a nationwide podcast performed by a real life stand up comedian, myself, Chris Diorio. So sit back, buckle in, and get ready for a hilarious story about growing up Italian during the Sopranos era. And please, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for tuning in to the Funny Story Podcast. The first story today is entitled, Being Italian-American during the Sopranos era. A very underrated time in my life is when the Sopranos first came out. And more importantly, getting to experience that as an Italian-American who actually did grow up in an authentic Italian-American neighborhood. Now see, the Sopranos was a huge hit and pretty much almost an overnight success. Also overnight, you found out that just about everyone you interacted with could identify at least one drop of Italian blood in their DNA, suddenly started identifying as being full-blooded Italian. People threw away their House of Pain shirts and their big fat Greek wedding DVDs, started slicking back their hair and wearing mostly unbuttoned short sleeve button-down shirts over white beard or tank tops. It was nuts. Hazelnuts, to be exact. And the sad part is, you'd run into people that you could tell were just totally faking it. Like, I went to my buddy's house, and this guy had blazing red hair. This guy was more Irish than mashed potatoes and domestic violence combined. I walked into his house, and we're hanging out, and he's doing his thing. He asks if I want some gabagool, and then hands me an unwrapped Slim Jim. The best part about this whole era, though, was those guys who were technically Italian, but didn't grow up in those traditional Italian-American families and traditions. So they were able to identify as being Italian and had a little bit of blood to back it up, but didn't quite understand the culture. Like my family, we were Italian. We had Sunday dinners. We lived next door to our grandparents. We talked with our hands, the whole nine yards. But my buddy came from one of those families that like changed their last name when they came over. Like it used to be something like Fra Diablo and now it's Smith. Well, One night, we all went together to go to a benefit dinner for the Special Olympics at the Italian American Club in the city I grew up in. Now, this place is constantly packed of old school Italians that grew up in this traditional Italian neighborhood. Now, being that this was an Italian American club, they also handed out all the free red wine you can drink as part of the admission. And me and my buddy got absolutely hammered off of red wine. Now, being the kind of gentlemen we are, we can't just not mess with each other. 
so we got my buddy here and again this is the guy who has the Italian heritage legally but not culturally and as soon as the soprano started this was one of those guys who also took every opportunity he could to tell people just how Italian he was and we caught him a couple times pretending that he had family members in the mafia so we decided to mess with him we point to a table of gentlemen in the restaurant who looked like a bunch of older Italian gentlemen that could have been in the mafia now let me point out I don't know these guys they don't know me I don't even know if they're Italian but the best part is my buddy did not know any of that information either so we tell him hey we know those guys those are the guys you got to talk to because those guys you know are connected now the more red wine my buddy drinks the ballsier he gets and he's just eyeballing these guys the entire night in awe believing that somehow he might be able to walk up to them and join the mafia tonight well god showed his light upon us tonight and we were granted with the opportunity to see the following later on we're outside and we see that same group of guys outside smoking cigars could not have been a better picture the same guys who my buddy is now convinced are part of the mafia are out there in their jackets with cigars gesturing with their hands the whole nine yards now my buddy in his drunken state decides he thinks it's a good idea to wobble over to this group and start talking to them now i need to give you a little background on my buddy not only did i fill you in already in the italian american piece where he thought he was in the mafia the whole nine yards well, also, my buddy's one of those guys who, when he drinks, the lights go out and his head starts bobbling like one of those cheap bobblehead dolls they give out at minor league ballparks. You can tell this guy's drunk from a mile away. Regardless, we still allowed him to stumble over there and start talking to these guys. Of course, of course we should have stopped him, but there was no way they were not going to let this happen. So my buddy starts wildly gesturing with his hands and talking in the most hilariously drunken Italian-American accent I've ever heard in my entire life. He is saying words like, I'm a ghoul, and he's saying macaroni, and he's trying to sound, you know, traditional Italian, but he's hammered to the point where I think these guys might have thought he was one of the honorees there for the Special Olympics dinner tonight. It was that bad. And he goes on and on and on. And finally, these guys, to their credit, gave him some time, but they had enough. So they go, hey, buddy, it's, it's nice meeting you. Go, we're we're, we're going to go inside now. Being polite, they ask his name. Now, my buddy, his real name is Joe Frederick. And they go, what's your name, my friend? And he goes, uh, Giuseppe. Now, again, it did not come out that clear. But what he said was... Giuseppe. More like what he tried to say was Giuseppe. But what came out was Giuseppe. And they go, nice to meet you, Giuseppe. What's your last name? And he goes, Fra Diablo. Thinking that the Italian dish, Fra Diablo, was also going to be his last name. Now these guys... One, they have no idea that my buddy thinks they're in the Mafia. So why would a grown man walk up to three to five random older Italian-American gentlemen and lie about their name for no good reason? So they don't call him out. 
on any of this crap, which makes it even better. So they go, nice to meet you, <laughs> Giuseppe. Now here's the icing on the cake. The guy goes to shake my buddy's hand. My buddy aggressively slaps his hand aside, pulls him into his chest, and kisses him on both cheeks. Now, when I say kisses him, I don't mean like smooches him on each cheek like a couple guys who are meeting each other for coffee in Europe. I mean like kisses him to a count of three on both cheeks, just planted his lips on this poor guy's face. When he finally releases this poor old Italian man, I have never seen a man look more horrified and violated in my entire life. Not only was his face cracking this up, but then my body turns around and he has the biggest shit-eating grin on his face. I have never seen a man more satisfied in my entire life. He thinks he just made friends with the Italian mafia and that maybe they're just going to come back and make him or whatever the hell he thought was going to happen. I laughed harder than I've ever laughed in time. I laughed so hard my body took a screenshot. And I will never forget the look on this poor old Italian man's face. Now, of course, there's a moral to the story. And I want you to remember this. If you ever find yourself watching Peaky Blinders with your Irish friends, keep them away from the bartenders. This has been the story of growing up as an Italian-American during the Sopranos era.